ओम सहनावतु सहनौनक्तु सह वीर करवाह इंटेंशन टू अंडरटेक समथिंग बट दैट नीड नॉट बी फॉलोड थ्रू यू नो यू यू कैन यू कैन चेंज योर माइंड एंड दैट्स वॉट इट्स कॉल्ड संकल्पा एंड विकल्पा सो दिस इज एट द स्टेज जस्ट बिफोर द डिसन मेकिंग वेर द वेरियस ऑप्शन आर वेड शुड आई डू दिस शुड आई डू दैट यू नो and maybe that's how the expression on the one hand and on the other hand came because maybe they did a lot of hand gestures on the one hand it's good to do this because these are the merits to this this action on the other hand <laughs> you know maybe that's how the expression came but uh, so this is called sankalpa and then uh, hopefully the the person doesn't remain there because at some point this on the one hand on the other hand this one hand other hand business you know uh, goes later on hand in hand with a proper decision and a course of action from which one doesn't swerve because one decides okay i have weighed the merits and the demerits of both the pakshas sides and i will just what i will just go with the you know go with this choice and uh, stick to this choice so this is the uh, what's the word, word for it this is what is called adhyavasaya mind you some people are stuck where at the sankalpa level constantly doubting second guessing falling into this whole thing of did i do the right thing should i do this last time also something went wrong and you know on and on and on so therefore so when we are talking of sankalpa and adhyavasaya the capacity of proper thinking and proper decision making where the buddhi is involved what are we talking about sankalpa adhyavasaya we are talking about the uh, jiva and who is this jiva kshetragya <laughs> ah so even though this vacillating person going back and forth between two choices even though this person is there who is you know indecisive and then who is decisive and then you know this this kind of a person still kshetragya as though abiding in in all bodies from the standpoint of the pratyag atma meaning from the standpoint of the um, what is its name from the standpoint of the witness consciousness yes sakshi from the standpoint of the one 
that observes the body, that observes the mind, and that observes the senses, etc. So, Sankalpa Adhyavasaya uh, Lingaha, and then one more, Abhimana Lingaha. This is what makes the Jiva, Jiva, because Abhimana means identification. Ahamkara is called Abhimana. So, Abhimana Lingaha means characterized by the identification with a particular body mind sense complex ah. so starts to be in a dog body the same consciousness and then identifies fully with the dogness <laughs> dog behavior dog you know um, decision making you know what is the dog decision making the master says sit and the dog doesn't sit why first it looks at the hand is there a treat ah. oh they are holding the hand like this so maybe there is some dog biscuit or some dog treat and then it will sit down <laughs> ah, this is what it does very very clever and uh, so this is, you know, this is the dog decision making and that's powered um, by the same consciousness, that same Chaitanya, which is there in the dog and which is also there in the cat decision making. Cat decision making is designed to drive you crazy and exhaust some of your karma. Especially on a cold day. It will scratch to be let in, you know, put it out or it will scratch to go out if it is in. And then, no, you can't tell it, you know, I think it's really cold, don't go out. Then it goes out a little bit, we open the door, it stands on the threshold. Two feet outside, two feet inside, with the tail flicking back and forth. <laughs> it's a sight to see. It will neither go out nor come in, and meanwhile it is letting all the cold air in without any guilt. It is stuck in the sankalpa thing, you know, and um, stage. Uh, doesn't get to the Adhyavasaya at all. So like this, that same Pratyagatma, when you see it on the level of the body, on the level of the Upadhi, that particular, you know, name and form through which this uh, uh, Atma is expressing itself, it's very easy to get deluded by the name and form because of this identification, so to speak, the, as though identification of this Chaitanya, this, this consciousness that obtains uh, as the body-mind, uh, obtains within or indwells the body-mind-sense complex and, and then what to do, you know, the, what happens is that one starts to confuse that in, in all the bodies and one starts to of course confuse that in oneself. That's why it is called Abhimana Lingaha, the one that is characterized by this by this inevitable disease of identifying with the finite, identifying with the body, with the mind, with the senses, and, uh, you know, actions, reactions, results of actions, and forgetting that I am that consciousness which abides in all bodies, I am Kshetragya. That's why it is a Mahavakya. It's a, it's a sentence that reveals the oneness, and uh, you know, and then um, Abhimana Lingaha also means that Chaitanya, it, it doesn't say it overtly, but we have to, you know, 
read between the Upanishadic lines here and uh, we have to supply something else because the one that says Abhimana Lingaha, the one that says I am identified with this body-mind sense complex, that Abhimana, that identification, you know, is, is the one that is as though separating the jiva, the sad, miserable fellow from Ishvara, which is all glory, Sve Mahimni, Tishthati, the one that abides in its own glory. Jiva abides in its gory, in all its gory, without the L, and Ishvara abides in all glory. Yes. And that is what is is the problem here, is Abhimana. Abhimana here means wrong identification. That's the problem. The wrong identification is the problem. And that is what needs to be corrected. Needs to be corrected. And the wrong identification is, is what, you know, here is mentioned here. Sankalpa, Dhyavasaya, Abhimana, Lingaha. To you know these three words together, sankalpa adhyavasaya and abhimana lingaha, you know is 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 actually even though it sounds uh, you know uh, like it's the discussion of this finite jiva, it th those three words are actually very hopeful. You know why? Because they talk about the path of how to get out of this this uh, this. Uh, this jala, this trap of identifying wrong identifications and mistake made upon the self. How to identify as the kshetragnya? You know, how to do that instead? How to walk over the I from its abhimana identification with the body-mind complex and take it to what? Take it to Bhagavan, take the walk the eye to Bhagavan. How to do that? All that is is there, you know. And and so it brings in the separating factor, uh, the as though separating factor between Jiva and Ishvara, which is what? What is the separating factor? Ignorance. What kind of ignorance? Self-ignorance. And then says that this self-ignorance has e e the antidote for this is self-knowledge. But where does it say that just the word sankalpa adhyavasaya abhimana lingaha, that compound is enough, you know. First it is, the first level of the meaning is that it is describing the jiva. The jiva vacillates, the jiva decides, has the capacity to decide and the jiva is endowed with this, this uh, power of identifying with its body-mind-sense complex and to a certain extent it doesn't have a choice, it identifies it you know, nonetheless, you know, there are there are three kinds of abhimana lingas, three kinds of identification, uh, uh, the Shastra says. One is called Sahaja. Sahaja means that every body, uh, every Chaitanya obtaining in every body, not everybody, every body, uh, you know, the consciousness that is... Uh, See, we have to be very careful with the use of the words because if I say inside, then we start to, uh, you know, have this problem of location. So the consciousness that as though indwells everybody uh, has a, you know, 
there is a there is a certain uh, way in which it has to be identified with that particular body otherwise you know one has a dissociation or like an out of body experience so there is a certain kind of a thing and also one needs that because if supposing you are the managing trustee of this body after all and if you are you know what should i say if you put your hand somewhere and the surface is hot and you have to be able to immediately uh, cognize that and oh this is heat this is bad it will it's going to burn my hand it's hurting already and you have to have the reflexes to withdraw so for the sake of self protection this this sahaja tadatmya tadatmya means identification is is swabhavika swabhavikam etat tadatmyam so this this kind of a identification is what swabhavika swabhavika means what it is it is natural i read one article about this woman who was in some again she was in some kind of a um, traumatic situation a car accident or something like that and she lost her sense of touch ah. i mean she could sense the different textures uh, sorry not the sense of touch she lost the sense of pain there was some brain problem uh, you know brain injury so the receptors of pain which lit up in the various areas of the brain were not doing that and then so she could you know put her hand in 100 degree boiling water and then you know not feel anything it was very dangerous and uh, it resolved after some time 6 months or so but by that time she was more battered than a salmon making its way back <laughs> you know ha huh. and uh, so this is uh, th- this was something which was uh, she was just full of cuts burns bruises and broken bones because she could not sense so if she had a fall uh, you know she was about to fall she couldn't prevent it let's say or she fell and uh, she couldn't uh, even anticipate how to break the fall because no sensation of pain so this is something which is very dangerous and the upadhi needs samrakshanam the upadhi needs a certain kind of a protection and so therefore what so because of the need for the samrakshanam there is some sahaja tadatmya sahaja tadatmya means a certain kind of a natural identification with the body mind sense complex you know whose body is this you have to say mine you cannot say well let's see it's an offshoot of a, you know maya and then maya is a kalpita shakti of brahman and uh, you know brahman is uh, the whole which is consciousness and so so this body is kalpita <laughs> and uh, so really it is not quite there to belong to anybody if you give this kind of an answer then the person who is there will run away yeah it's like uh, you know when uh, einstein had this habit albert einstein had this habit of talking loudly to his friends in order to um, discuss his deep rooted uh, difficulties that he was having in solving an equation or proposing something 
so when it was when he was in the midst in the throes of the theory of relativity it got really bad because he was having so many questions so many ideas which one to follow how to do and he had a handful of friends which were uh, <laughs> dropping like flies and you will see why and so he would just you know wherever they, he could find anybody who would listen among his friends he would just catch hold of them literally and then make them into a captive audience and keep on talking and so one time on a cold winter day he uh, found another professor you know he was he was walking on the campus somewhere near the campus and um, you know and he found another professor his colleague and so so that the colleague should not leave because he would he, he was just so much into his ideas he would not even know who was there and who didn't who have, i mean people would just walk away so he had he had developed this habit of what holding the button of the overcoat winter overcoat with you know big buttons and a double breasted overcoat this man was wearing the other professor and so he held on he grabbed on to a big button and started to belt out all his theories which nobody could understand because he was so much ahead of his times and he was trying to problem solve he needed a sounding board and then the professor was late for his class borrowed a plate a small knife and then cut off the button and albert einstein kept on holding the button and the professor went and taught his class attended the meetings went grocery shopping and then had to pass the same way at uh, you know this was in the morning when when he, this button incident happened when he tried to uh, you know hold the the button and hold the person from going somewhere and so the man went about his day finished everything and had to come back in the evening uh, eight nine hours later and albert einstein was still holding the button so he retrieved the button <laughs> and went home <laughs> and still he was keeping on talking so like this you know you can't get into a huge discussion if somebody asks how is your body feeling today maybe you know this notice that you were in pain or sick or something like that so there is no need to you know go into this this whole you know rigmarole of how you are not the body mind sense complex and you are something else and you know and 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 the you know and if this is a quiet uh, uh, what should i say mental um shift it it doesn't have to be advertised in fact it looks funny if you advertise it and refer to yourself in the third person like babies do you know babies say you know this you know they refer to themselves because they they don't they're still learning grammar and so the babies refer to themselves by their name and say johnny wants to go for a walk <laughs> you know or something like that you know and uh, uh, johnny wants to sleep so they don't refer to them themselves in in the first person because they are still learning and sometimes you know some uh, uh, it, it's the convention in the in the spiritual world especially in south india tamil spiritual world for some swamis to refer to themselves in the third person and the idea is that they are uh, consciously working or 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 they are already not identifying with the body and so they refer to themselves in the th third person 
and uh, you know pujji swami ji used to tell stories about this also and, and uh, make fun of this uh, because there was there is one particular sect and uh, they refer to themselves not as i but everything is bhagwan so they refer to themselves as shiva you know and they are called some uh, they are called as pandarams a certain kind of a uh, word for swamis and so you know and both of two pandarams one time got into a fight and then what one of them beat up the other one and the other one beat up this one this is a true story and the police came to break up the fight and then since they were swamis they did not wish to arrest them this is a story from the 70s and uh, you know so then they found out you know, they wanted to find out who started this and the first fellow said they are beating each other up holding each other you know and uh, by the by the rangavastrams and you know they are in the middle of a fight but still the training in they received in their gurukulam was to refer to you know they said uh, the first one said this shiva hit the other shiva meaning himself and this shiva hit back that shiva and <laughs> this shiva uh, showered a whole sort of abuses on the other shiva and that shiva also abused this shiva back this is what is happening <laughs> at least it was a impartial account so <laughs> so like this you know this is what is called you know uh, abhimana lingaha abhimana lingaha means there is a sahaja tadatmya a natural affinity to to and a tendency to identify with this body which is ishvara srishti so we don't have to go against that yeah that was pujya swami ji's teaching you know that is the, the teaching we don't have to go against that and say you know i am i am this atma you know say that to yourself more as a mananam or as a nididhyasana as a contemplation and this is this is what is there to assimilate in one's uh, meditative contemplative moment to see yourself as bhagavan and to see yourself as chaitanya atma and that is something that can go on constantly without you know the need to advertise it because when we advertise it constantly it actually inhibits a certain kind of a identification with brahman ha huh? it inhibits that identification because one feels like one is already there you know one is already referring to oneself as chaitanya but you know it's a, it's a question of a um, you know what's the word for it uh, it's it's a problem with uh, feeling like um, one is not owning up this body mind sense complex and it's important to because this body is also bhagavan the mind is bhagavan the senses are bhagavan and the eye sense is also bhagavan so if you are you know only if you are trying to remove all that then there is no voice there is no expression there is no sense of you know who is this person who is this one who is acting but then not owning up the actions as an actor ah oh, but i thought we were supposed to give up the actor notion yes but that comes later ah oh, and that happens automatically you don't have to be like baby krishna and say i didn't eat the butter after having eaten the butter ah oh, that happens it's it's a quiet affair 
that I'm not the actor is a quiet affair that shows in one's demeanor, not in one's talk. Ah, that I'm disidentified with this body and this mind shows in one's demeanor. In, in how naturally one presents oneself rather than through one's speech. Because at the speech level, it is still a level of abhimana, that abhimana has not gone. Because the person is constantly talking about it. Huh? And if that is, you know, if that proceeds, see, you can only give up what you have owned. Huh? So the giving up in Vedanta is, is always emphasized, you know. To a fault sometimes. Especially if you read Adi Shankara Bhashya, you know, he just says everywhere <laughs> that if you want this knowledge, become a sannyasi, <laughs> you know. And uh, many people are put off, especially academics are very, very put off. Like, what do you mean, you know? And uh, so, you know, he is a tyagi to, uh, 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 on the tyaga continuum, on the giving up continuum, he is away on this side. So, uh, tyaga is important, but there is a psychology of renunciation. <laughs> that sounds like a nice topic for a talk. <laughs> Maybe we should do that sometime. <laughs> the psychology of renunciation, the psychology of giving up. Ah, there is a psychology to it. There is a there is a trick to it, because you can't give up something that you haven't owned up, owned or owned up. You can't say I'm a great renunciant. Oh, really? How? Why? Because I have given up what the neighbor's house. <laughs> the neighbor lives in a mansion. I have given that up. Well, it's not yours to begin with. <laughs> How can you give up some, that which belongs to somebody else? No, no, I have given it up. <laughs> I have given up the neighbor's house. I have given up, you know, somebody else's bank account. I have given up. You can't do that. And so, similarly, what can you not do? You know, this body, which is both a blessing and a bane, it's a bane because of this very identification. And it's a blessing because if you did not have this body, human body especially, you will not be able to, you know, study this knowledge as we saw on on Friday. And so, therefore, what? So, there, so therefore, this body is a blessing. And if everything is Bhagavan, the body is Bhagavan, not only is the body Bhagavan, this identification which is inbuilt into this body-mind complex is also Bhagavan. Yeah. So, if, if one denies the body and denies the identification before this knowledge has had the, um, what's the word for it, has had the capacity, capacity to flower in the heart, has had the capacity to fruition, all that one gets is a big headache of dissociation. And this dissociation is a very big problem. This is, this is what we are talking about in the psychology of renunciation. This dissociation is a is a terrible problem, horrible problem because you just all you know that 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 talks about this surface um, you know it 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 accounts for a surface level Vedantin, yes, who has all the lingo and who has all the um, you know he has he he who who has all the lingo and who has all the 
the cliches that's the word i was looking for vedantic cliches and all the do's and don'ts which are all on the level of the on the sankalpa vikalpa level and so one can talk the talk all right and one may even you know impress a few people and sometimes one unfortunately sometimes one may have a following but the talk is not represented in the walk ah it's only on the walk walk means talk <laughs> yeah so it's only on the level of walk not walk ah and recently in orissa uh, we have one um, swami there swamini uh, atma pragyananda she had she had a um, conference she had a um, some kind of a conference she had organized and uh, swami our swami tv tatva vidananda went there and um, and gave a talk on this very subject a, a very scathing talk you know on all this this kind of a thing and uh, so you know uh, this is you know this is something which is very important this is important because you know the we don't i mean after spending uh, you know a whole lifetime and after committing to this vidya you don't want to come out like a shallow vessel of knowledge you don't want to do that after committing to this knowledge for a long time you don't want to come out as some kind of a you know small shallow uh shallow carrier receptacle of this of this teaching and sometimes even if one is a shrotriya shrotriya means one has studied very well under the teacher and if it is all talk and you know they you, you may be able to one may be able to inspire others because they have learned everything properly but one is denying oneself of that very fruit of knowledge so everything has to be reclaimed and cleaned up and then thrown away ha ah. reclaim the identity yes you know i am in the body of a man i am in the body of a woman and this is what it means and these are the issues i have with the body these are the issues i have with the mind these are the issues i have with the senses so reclaim accept identify the issues clean them up clean them up means you know work with that this is what is called inner work work with that resolve that there is so many ways to resolve that starting with therapy you know yoga therapy all these practices you know music which which instill a certain amount of self love even though we are seeing in the weekend classes that the self is indeed the only thing that is lovable but still on the level of the body mind sense complex this is not reflected this is not evident and so therefore it's very easy when somebody you know comes to vedanta to just deny the body yes um, you know i don't want this i don't want that you know you know chidavanda roopa shivoham shivoham on the level of vak so the, so that, that's why the identity along with all its problem its smarting you know issues that you cannot handle you cannot you cannot love yourself you cannot you hate this tendency you hate that you are given to anger you hate that you know you are so quick to judge you hate the mind and all its you know all its gory um, you know thoughts and everything why do i get this why all these obstacles why can't i have shraddha 
all this has to be contented first owned up contented uh, you know with compassion hugged integrated accepted and then only after you own it up you can say okay you know what it doesn't matter because all this is not me and again there is no need to advertise that it's an inner transformation it's an inner transformation and that's why Uddhav Swami ji would would uh, you know discourage people from referred, referring to themselves in the third person this one did this that one did that no need he would say he himself would say i went i came i ate i'm going tomorrow i have come today you know and so but but one knows that this i is both the one that is the pratyagatma in dwelling this body mind sense complex but the karta is as though falsified because if the karta is falsified you don't need the lingo it just shows in the in the way that it will show you 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 have the confidence you know you know you know this and as you reclaim the various parts of your body mind senses voice you know everything that has been lost in the process of socialization and cultural issues you know the because one grows up under a tremendous amount of various kinds of oppression and so once you reclaim this then it is easy to falsify and after that you will not feel the need to refer to yourself in the third person and so therefore what sahajat adatmya meaning accepting that there is a certain level of awareness that is identified with this body and with this mind and there is this is ishvara srishti there is nothing you can do about it you cannot and after knowledge it's not that you are going to come out of the body and stand here you know with a pair of wings no you are not going to get any other body you are not going to have an out of body experience Uh, already the problem is that one is out of the body most of the time one is mindless and out of the body <laughs> that has to change but you know the thing is after gaining this self knowledge is not that the body identification is going to drop it's not because it is there it is serving a purpose because you are the managing trustee of this upadhi and that's not going to change it is called sahajata adatmya and then there is one more kind of identification with the body mind complex it is called karma jatadatmya tadatmya means an identification born because of certain karmic uh, what's its name um karmic uh, residues yeah you know for instance one has a body all right there is nothing no problem with that i have a body and then what about this body the thing is this that you know every 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 upadhi is is because of karma right so the birth takes place why because of karma so the identification with a particular body is karmic yes so there is a there is a aspect of the identification that is called sahaja and there is an aspect of identification called karmaja so from the karmic standpoint there is an identification why this body why not some other body why this kind of a mind there is some karma there that is also ishvara srishti you can't do anything about that that is also ishvara srishti that there is a particular owning up of a particular kind of body 
and suppose one is you know transgender and uh, one is in a different body than mentally one feels like a girl and one is in the body of a boy you know this is something which is uh, 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 you know which is something which is very very interesting and we see a number of cases like this you know the person feels i am in the wrong gender this is karma jatat atmya the mind and the body seem to be you know at war with one another and the gender assigned at birth is not the gender with which one identifies this is a very good example of karma jatat finally we have one this is also ishvara srishti and uh, you know uh, so to speak because the, that karma one only you only have done <laughs> correct so that karma belongs not to ishvara but to oneself but that uh, ishvara repackages the karma and gives it gift wrapped in a particular way so ishvara in the form of karma phala data so the ishvara srishti is 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 is, is, is talked about here so these two forms of identification abhimana linga you know is what is ishvara srishti then the final one is called bhranti jatadatmya bhranti means an identification because of delusion i'm going to write down these three forms of identification so you can see what it looks like so first is is what uh, is sahaja sahada sahajatadatmya a natural identification and then uh, then you have karmaja karmaja means karmana karma you know karmana jayate that which is connected to or born of karma and then finally we have bhranti kind of nice to say the word bhranti ja bhranti ja means born of delusion delusion means no self knowledge self ignorance self ignorance and the underbelly of self ignorance is delusion because i don't know who i am therefore i take myself to be all kinds of you know i identified with all kinds of nonsensical finite things and situations and so therefore what this is what is the first two are ishvara srishti which ones sahaja tadatmya and karma jatadatmya but this one brantija is jeeva srishti ah. born of delusion delusion of what my own nature born of non understanding of my own nature this is what is called you know delusion this this identification i am as good as this body if the body is fat i am fat if the body is thin i am thin oh i am so old and oh i have this i have that i am sick and i am hungry i am angry you know so where one uh, you know does not stop uh, like one is on a rampage identifying with various you know parts of the various conditions rather attributes and conditions of the body mind sense complex this is what is called bhrantija so karma jatadatma you cannot do anything about it's prarabdha that one is in this body with which is limping you can't do anything about it you know this is how it is you can't change it sahaja you can't change because the body identification begins at birth so even a newborn baby if it is having colic and discomfort it will cry 
so it is it can sense pain it can sense you know when it is being cuddled and held securely it it, it sighs and goes to sleep it is comfortable it can sense comfort and discomfort so this sahajata adatmya begins you know perhaps even before birth and then what the karmajata adatmya also same thing and it keeps unfolding because prarabdha as it keeps unfolding it keeps changing the body and giving it new new diseases so you can't help that this is how it is but what you can help with the help of this self knowledge is to remove the bhranti the, the 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 identification with the body mind sense complex born of delusion ah that you can remove why because of this knowledge that's why this is a very clever uh, you know mahavakya because it talks about it's a very clever mahavakya where did it go okay here it is so it's a clever mahavakya because it talks about the prop, it talks about the identification with bhagavan in the word kshetragnya and purusha samgya and uh, and talks about the identification and talks about how without any intentionality or a specific agenda bhagavan has made this universe and uh, you know made within heavy quotes and then manifested this universe and then it talks about who is this bhagavan kshetragya who is this kshetragya the knower of every single thing in the universe who is that this chaitanya atma which is as though caught up in sankalpa adhyavasaya abhimana lingaha yeah because these are all products of the mind sankalpa adhyavasaya and abhimana the identification and the sankalpa the the shallow level decision and the deep level decision all these things you know all these things are products or by products or procedures mechanisms of the mind operations of the mental operations and the identification where the um where the i notion is is completely ensconced or identified with the body mind sense complex is also a mental operation as a result of delusion ha ah. and so the um upanishad is slowly by the word abhimana linga is hinting that this this abhimana linga it's not that the ahankara is destroyed even though we talk about ahankara nasha it is not destroyed the ahankara is lightened if not enlightened to do what to be able to deeply follow a course of uh, you know repatriation from identification constantly with this body mind complex to you know to seeing that it is indeed kshetragnya you know very very beautiful so that is what is hinted and that is what needs to happen and it can happen by self knowledge it it happens only by self knowledge not necessarily by you know denying the body even before it is accepted you can only deny you can only give up what you own you can't give up what you don't have ha huh? yeah so therefore the uh, the psychology of renunciation is to is to own up identify own up accept 
clean up and then say i am not this body and you don't have to say it loudly you know that you know that like even better than your name at least your name you can forget if there is you know if there are any problems you know but this is even more fundamental than your name name came later <laughs> chaitanya was always there limitless chaitanya so so therefore what so this is this is the whole idea of how to come out of this bhranti and don't worry about the first two because you know they are just there they are there you know it's like <laughs> it's like the story of the 10th man you know the story of the 10th man right 10 fellows went for the picnic from the gurukulam and uh, guru was not ready to give permission but one of the one said i will take care of everybody and uh, he became the quintessential karta and he said i will look after everybody will be back before it's dark hey guru please give permission and guru said okay okay you know boys will be boys go have a good time brahmacharis and they all went and they had to cross a river because the uh, you know the markets and all the nice fun little fair and uh, booths and stalls and shops were on the other side of the river the gurukula intentionally was on this side of the river where there was nothing so they crossed the river in the boat and being you know very happy to come out of the zenitentiary uh, uh, <laughs> of the <laughs> of the gurukula what did they do they just splashed each other in the water and they pushed each other on the boat and one of them fell down came back up all these things they went and had samosas and they went from stall to stall shop to shop filled themselves up and uh, you know caught a nice uh, roadside uh, monkey uh, trick and some maybe roadside theater and then it was time to come back to the gurukula and then you know what happened so you know the the man who was the monitor the boy who was the monitor said okay before we get back in the boat 10 of us went you know what 10 of us have to come back let me count and 1 and 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 <laughs> ayo what happened to the 10th fellow what happened to the 10th brahmachari dashamaha you know dashamaha kutaha you know kuto dashamaha where is this this dashama where is the 10th fellow then the other one said you are trying to be too smart you don't know anything you are always bad in mathematics let me just count you know and he pushes the other fellow to stand in line he also counts comes to the same wrong conclusion that the 10th person is not there <laughs> the 10th person is not there there are only nine and then what each one counts in turn and then not there thankfully this is india the, the story is set in india and there are holy people walking uh, around and so they see one swami walking by and they call the holy man please come we are in and by this time what has happened the monitor is feeling very very guilty and then what and uh, he is so upset with himself i promised the guru we have lost one of our kind and we don't know you know where he went and maybe we should make a search party and half of them search in the river and half of them search in the in in, in near the shops maybe we left him back there maybe we need some lights you know some torches to go and search because it was already getting dark 
and so thinking, so crying, he was so upset with himself that he went to a tree and banged his head repeatedly causing a big bruise and blood to come because he really needed to let out his pent up, vent his pent up frustrations. So by this time the holy man comes and the holy man says, what are you doing? Why are you, you know, why are you hurting yourself? And then he tells the whole story and the holy man is very compassionate and tears off his, his uh, you know, upper cloth, angavastram, fashions a bandage and then what? And ties it, ties the cloth very lovingly and says, come, you know, let me sort this out. And then he just does eyeballs the whole crowd and he knows that there are 10 people and he says, okay, I will count, you all stand here and so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And and that and the and the man, the monitor, this this young man, he's so happy, you know, falls at the feet of the sadhu. You have enlightened me, and now I know I'm the tenth man. Where was the tenth man all along? Right there. So where was this Chaitanya all along? Right there. Why was it not discoverable? Because it was wrongly. It was not counting itself. It was counting everything else. It was not reckoning its you know itself really. It was counting the body as I, it was counting the mind as I, it was counting the senses as I, 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 I. But, but the, the Abhimana Linga was in Bhranti, yes. And then when the holy man gives the, gives the pronouncement, all ten of you are there, don't make the, the, the boatman wait, get into the boat. And it will cross the river before it, you know, before it sinks bait. You know, get to the other side. Go to your Gurukulam safely. You are fine. Go to your ashram. And uh, and the tenth man, you know, now what? The knowledge is there. Ahameva dashamaha. I am the one I was looking for. I am that. But then what happened? Even after, you know, after getting quote-unquote enlightened that he was indeed the tenth man, that he is indeed the tenth man, the bandage still remains, correct? What was the bandage? The repeated hitting against the tree. <laughs> the wound and the bandage still remains. Yeah. And so the wound and the bandage are like the first two tadatmyas. <laughs> the first, the sahaja and karmaja. That doesn't go away. Even after the knowledge that one is indeed that which one is seeking. It doesn't go away. It need not go away. Uh, Self-knowledge is a very quiet affair. Yeah. It's not a eureka, eureka moment, you know. Like uh, Archimedes just decided to take a bath one day, filled a tub with water and, and went, sat in it. And then, he, you know, he must have been a portly guy. So when he sat in it, you know, the volume of water got displaced, went out of the tub, and uh, he got up, ran across the streets of ancient Athens saying Evrika. It's not Eureka, that's the English pronunciation. The Greek pronunciation is Evrika. I have found it, I have found it, I have discovered it. And he ran uh, naked because he was already in the bath. He was so, you know, he was so enchanted and excited by the principle of buoyancy that he had just discovered you know, uh, because uh, this is what it was. He was so excited. 
he was so happy that he even forgot to towel himself and wear clothes before he advertised it to the whole city that he had found something and what was that that the amount of wa the water displaced is equal to whatever weight of the mass that is put in the water and so that is you know uh, that is what he discovered this whole principle and so he was so excited that he ran the streets of Athens and even though sometimes you know it's nothing wrong in doing that nothing wrong in having aha moment and nothing wrong in 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 uh, being deliriously happy that one has gained this knowledge nothing wrong you know and nothing wrong in singing or whatever it is but generally speaking this you know this seek the the assimilation of this knowledge is a quiet ananda yes it's something between you and yourself huh. something between you and yourself and uh, it it doesn't have to be advertised in a change of speech or mannerisms it is it is evident to um, to anybody that encounters you that you are going through a very profound change they see it and even if they don't see it it's okay you don't need their approval you are working to come out of their approval uh, the need for their approval so it's all actually very very wonderful so adhyavasaya abhimana lingaha and then once one gains this knowledge what is this uh, what is this you know prajapatihi prajapatihi means the, <laughs> the teacher of the universe Ah, the teacher of Bhagavan's, well, not the teacher of Bhagavan, Bhagavan in the form of the teacher. Prajapati, you know, Lord Brahmaji, and you know, so Prajapati is 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 referred to here only because of the primarily, I would say, because of the context. And what is the context here? Who remembers why Prajapati is coming? Yeah, those Valakilyas went to Brahmaji for the knowledge that's why Prajapati talking about himself says that you just become one with me you are myself you are not other than me very good and so so the Valakilyas you know are, are being told that this person who thinks I am this body mind sense complex and identified with this body is indeed Kshetragya and Prajapati and you know it's very it, that's why it's a Mahavakya it goes back from the macro to the micro back to the macro back to the micro Kshetragya on the level of uh, you know Atmagya Chaitanya this Chaitanya which is in all bodies Sankalpa Adhyavasaya Lakshana all these various identifications which we talked about Prajapatihi again the whole and then Vishvakya Vishvakya means the one who is called, who is known as Vishwa. What is this Vishwa? Vishwa means universe, um, literally speaking, and we can take that meaning, you know, Bhuvanani Vishwa. So all these various uh, lokas and everything is called Vishwa, you know, and uh, so you can take it, uh, that's one meaning. One is in fact manifest as the whole universe, 
but there is a better meaning than that so i think we better take that one this meaning would not be wrong but the the, the next one i'm going to discuss is more appropriate because the term vishwa has a very specific technical meaning in the mandukya upanishad ah in the mandukya upanishad the the, the word vishwa you know has the specific meaning vishwa means the waker the waking person you know uh, uh, the waking person yeah you know uh, you keep the thoughts to yourself because otherwise i'll read it and think it is frozen afterwards you can discuss okay yeah so vishwa means the waking person who is this waking person uh, uh, the waking person is the person having a, a experience of a waker who is this person chaitanya atma this conscious awareness that is as though identified with this body mind complex goes through various experiences you know and at least three of them which are very universal three of them we can discuss because you know some some experiences may be specific to certain bodies and minds but this these uh, 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 these experiences of waking sleep dreaming are universal to all you know all beings that are embodied and so this conscious being which is prajapati which is kshetragya goes through various experiences you know what is the, the experience the experience is here called waking experience it's an experience why because it comes to an end that which you get into and out of <laughs> is called experience ah so the waking is called vishwa this is the very serious discussion in the mandukya upanishad yeah so and then what happens then you know the 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 waking experience then morphs into uh, at some point or the other morphs into what sleeper <laughs> sleeping experience and then the, it is the same chaitanya atma that conscious you know that conscious awareness this consciousness the sentience the satchidananda which is undergoing a sleeping experience where it knows that it doesn't know anything this is what is the sleeping experience where it knows later on that it doesn't know anything and then you know in between the waking and the sleeping experience between sorry in between the sleeping and the waking experience there is the dream state or the dream experience which is that same chaitanya atma undergoing an experience of being called the dreamer so identified with the waking experience the atma the uh, the the consciousness which is everything which you know which is the cause of the universe which is bhagavan is called vishwa and then you know this is at the macro level sorry micro level at the macro level what is happening you know what is happening is that uh, there is a there is a corresponding waking you know waking state what the jagat in motion ha huh? the jagat that is manifest is the is is the waking state from the standpoint of uh, you know from the standpoint of the collective samashti so where there is you know where you can say that this is what this is what is called this uh, this 
waking uh, state of the jagat the manifest state of the jagat is compared to the manifest state of the individual which is the waking state so the individual in the waking state is called vishwa so the chaitanya obtaining at the macro level at the universal level in the manifest state is called virat so virat vishwa and virat you know it is a it is a pairing which is very important and very very easy to assimilate this it is it is uh, it's extremely important so listen carefully and so vishwa uh, vishwa means the uh, the individual waker and which is which is in, in paired with virat that is the 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 manifest jagat and you see it is very brilliant this comparison the manifest jagat um you know the manifest universe so vishwa and virat it's it's a beautiful pairing because the two are connected in fact the one is you know is 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 a small version a mini version of the other so the vishwa is a mini version of the virat experience the virat is not experience virat is the manifest jagat along with all its you know various names and forms and vishwa the individual reacting to the manifest jagat is in the waking state with various sankalpa adhyavasaya abhimana looking and various activities ha the individual is a karta and a bhokta you know in the in the vishwa state and then you know then what happens then we have the uh, you know what is that sleep state laya <laughs> you know and the individual in this state is called pragya prakarshena agnya pragya you know uh, pragya means the, uh, the 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 uh, the uh, the, uh, the individual sleeper so the, the the one who is having an individual sleep experience is called pragya and then on the other side we have ishvara ishvara means the uh, the, the that which uh that which does not resolve even when the that consciousness which does not resolve even when the jagat resolves it's beautiful gorgeous this 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 pairing is wonderful because it helps us to see the as though difference and it's is the, the as though similarity as well so what is so the laya on the macro level we have already discussed this in at length because suktasya buddhi purvasya we have seen that earlier so i'm not going to go into detail so the pragya on the macro uh, sorry the uh, you know the the laya on the macro level is the same as the individual sleep what well, where is the difference in sleep there is only oneness and we have seen this and at the macro level of laya when everything you know is resolved unto ishvara all there is is bhagavan and so the, it is it is no different and then finally the dream state is is uh, you know is the individual dreamer is called taijasa taijasa is individual dreamer these are technical words taijasa and then what you know um, uh, the on the collective level this is called hiranyagarbha bhagavan is called hiranyagarbha so these are names for bhagavan and jiva ishvara and jiva you know at the level of at the level of the uh, individual and the collective so the individual dreamer hiranyagarbha the 
potential for creation, the potential to create. Satapotapyata. So Bhagavan who is in contemplation of the previous cycle of the Jagat, of how to, what kind of khetra to create, what kind of karmas, you know, because what kinds of karmas are waiting, what kind of life forms to, names and forms to bring forth from myself. This is Hiranya Garbha, Bhagavan in the planning stage, so to speak, we all within heavy quotes, there is no time lapse and there is no stage in terms of time. So then Bhagavan as the, uh, as the, as the potential of creation and dreamer also is a potential. Yeah, the dreamer is also busy, you know, planning things and creating from his or her bank of memory and desire and Bhagavan also is busy planning things to create from his or her bank of uh, uh, memory and desire. Memory of the previous cycle of creation and the desire of the jivas to want a body. You see how beautiful this is? And same thing, laya, everything just comes to, you know, a causal form where all there is is this knowledge, nothing else, that's called Ishvara. And the sleeping person, prajna. You know, you can say, you know, uh, you know, you can say, uh, uh, you know, prakarshena uh, agnyaha, the one who doesn't know anything, all the, even the fact that he or she is sleeping, the jiva doesn't know. And then vishwa, Bhagavan, busy Bhagavan, sorry, Virat, busy Bhagavan, doing things and, you know, and uh, uh, Bhagavan uh, identified with and as the creator of the manifest state and Vishwa, uh, the, that is Virat and Vishwa, the individual, that is what, you know, moving about in the, uh, in Bhagavan's Virat as the Vishwa, the waking, waking person, who is busy collecting experiences, who is busy being karta, being bhokta, etc. And for all these states, the Vishwa is preferred and the Vishwa is used here. Uh, again, I have to take a few minutes today because can't leave this uh, hanging. It's, it's, it's very crucial to our understanding. And so, um, so I'll take uh, three, four minutes more. So, the Vishwa is, is, is the one, Vishwa Kya. Why Vishwa It could Akhya means called as Vishwa. So why is why Vishwa highlighted here? They could have said Taijas Akhya or what else? You know, Pragnyakhya. There is an important message here for us. The, the Vishwa is 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 uh, talked about. You know, you know why the Vishwa is talked about uh, primarily because of the fact that. It's only in the waking state that one can gain this knowledge. <laughs> I don't have to tell you this. Yeah, because when when one you doze off, you know that it has it has not gone in. Ah. So that's why this is this is something which is you know very interesting. So the Vishwa is the one that that is that is that has got a special place in the scheme of things as as the gainer of knowledge for the upanishad and also for the individual the individual is most identified with what the waking state the waking state is what is seen as real here is where all the crying happens here is where we need a big mop to you know wipe up all the tears here is where one gets afraid 
in sleep nobody is afraid in dreams maybe little bit one is afraid but uh, in in the, the full blown fear happens here and the feeling that this is permanent ah huh? this is the delusion that the waking state is permanent yeah and what is the atma the chaitanya atma is neither you know vishva nor tejasa nor pragna that's why it is called turiya turiya is not one more state turiya is the reality of vishva pragna and tejasa yeah turiya is not one more state turiya is the reality of the atma undergoing all these states so the waking state is taken to be real and the waking state is the most difficult to falsify you can say oh that was just a dream oh that was just in sleep yeah, but you know that was sleep that's not whatever but the waking state is the most difficult to falsify but it is also the most important because here is where you get the chance to falsify it through shravanam through this gaining this knowledge and it is very very important and that's why because one is a karta and one is a bhokta and one one gives up kartritvam and bhoktritvam the the uh, meaning one gives up the notion that i am an actor and the notion that i am the recipient of my action only in the waking state is it possible to give up but why not in sleep in sleep there is no uh, you know notion that you are an actor anyway what are you going to give up you can't give up what is not there <laughs> we already discussed this in a different context yeah so therefore what so therefore this is very very important to assimilate that the the notion that i am the doer is 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 only possible to give up in the waking state the notion that i am a recipient of action is only possible to falsify both of those in the waking state because only in the waking state is the knowledge available on the individual level because one is open to you know one is awake to the knowledge to the possibility of knowledge and on the collective level only in the virat can this knowledge takes place because otherwise you will not have guru you cannot be shishya you cannot have shastra all this will just plunge into what in, into a state of deep manifestation so to speak and all that remains is that awareness as itself in its own glory it is just brilliant wonderful and so therefore vishwa so the vishwa is a, is is a is a blessing and if in the wish in the vishwa state i take myself the uh, sorry let me rephrase that if i take myself to be permanently in the vishwa state if i take my reality to be only the vishwa state then i am in perpetual misery that is what is called samsara mistaking the vishwa for a permanent you know sentence into a constant life of becoming that is that is what is indicated here but the vishwa state is what is a very hopeful state because this is where the knowledge can be searched the knowledge can be looked for and the knowledge can be gained so vishwa kya and then what you know ಚೇತನೋದಿಷ್ಟಾಪಿತ್ರಚೋದಯಿತ್ರಚೋದಯಿತ್ರಚೋದಯಿತ್ರಚೋದಯಿತ್ರಚೋದಯಿತ್ರ
Vadakhilyas, you know, uh, given by Maitri, etc. And then now the, the, the teacher here at hand uh, teaching King Brihadratha and, and coming to us. So, uh, you know, and then this actually, you know, I have I've read the whole Upanishad and after this uh, lessons 2 to 7, uh, lessons 3 to 7 are uh, basically just uh, uh, a reiteration and an expansion of the ideas that we have discussed at great length. So, trust me when I say that you are not missing anything. I have read through the whole thing. It just quotes a lot of other Upanishads. And you know, when one has the time, perhaps one can go through that. Nothing wrong. But for, the, for our purposes here, the vision is really complete, you know, with this class. And then there are some verses that I have picked out. And these are not part of the Upanishad uh, uh, per se. This is one of the few Upanishads that has its appendices. So, it has an appendix. And in the, uh, actually not all the verses are in the appendix. Some of them are in the lessons 5 and 6. And so we will just, uh, and these verses are designed to help the mind to prepare itself for this knowledge. Ah. So it's a nice uh, way to, you know, to assimilate this knowledge and to, it's a nice way to check what all I need to do in terms of, um, you know, checking with myself how to place the mind and how to calm the mind and, and what kind of a lifestyle to lead in order to assimilate this vision which we'll be seeing from tomorrow onwards. Om Purnamadav Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaga Purnamivavashishyate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Shri Gurubhyo Namaha Harihi Om